0: You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. How'd you go the rest of the packing? Done. Done? Done a lot good last night. But. Fucking like choppers, bro. I might
1: have to carry the boxes up the driveway. <laughs> it's looking like it.
0: It's looking like it. I might be able to come and help you if we just want to pump it out. Actually, no, I won't be able to help you. Sorry. I wish I didn't say that and then have to take it back. <laughs> I can't help you. It's right. You like. I think to be fair, are we recording yet or not? I think to be fair, in terms of the things we need, like physically, you probably need a bit more weights, and I need to lose weight. So you hit lifting heavy shit is probably good for you today.
1: Wasn't good for my back yesterday.
0: (laughs) That's because you were like bent over though. My lower back's fucked. So's mine. But now
1: you'll be able to lift from the legs. It's just a gentle reminder that I wouldn't be able to do any physical work. Like, my physical work days, I think, have come and gone. Back's no, not yeah. up to it.
0: No. I, my back's not up to it, But, I mean, like... One day at pack packing merch and I'm fucked. Yeah, but I reckon, surely, if you're, like, a lifer... Like, I remember mean, when I was doing my labouring days, which I seem to bring up with monotonous regularity, like I'm a fucking... You bring them up every podcast. ...working class hero. But when I was doing it, there were guys there who'd been labouring... Like, so I was obviously casual, so I was like... You know, just fucking, as your labour hire company, Labour Force, if you need labourers, shout out Labour Force. Uh, guy's doing that for eight years. Yeah, I know. I'm like, fuck, that's wild. Like, not even trying to get a fucking trade or anything. Just going, no, nah, I'm just gonna uh, fucking labour.
1: Mate, up at six, side at seven, home at 3.30. Doing, cool. ju- but like, doing some... knockoff we'll knock off at 3.30. Like Doing some back-breaking shit, dude. You... You look at the clock, you clockwatch a lot all as day, well. All day, all fucking day.
0: And there are those rare days. Like, those, I
1: don't clock watch. I've, when was the last time you clockwatched? I don't clockwatch at all. I find it goes too quick. Yeah, the days, the days go way the too quick. The days go way too quick. I clock now. watch to be like, fuck me, is it
0: four o'clock? Yeah. I've, I've done nothing. I've run out of time to get the things that I need to do done. And I never get them done. Oh, yes, please. This please. Yes, Matt. Thank you, Matthew. Uh, I'm just going to text him to him. So yeah, I want regular though, not large. Thanks. That's okay, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Now, the concern for me here, though, Eddie, is that we haven't tested the oat milk.
1: It's all right. It can't be as bad as your joint. I was drinking them.
0: That's true. That's true. Um, like that,
1: they were pouring detergent awesome. in there.
0: That was, that was. They m- were fucked up. It was melted batteries. Yeah. In that fucking thing.
1: Maybe, you know what, it might have been, it may have, it may have been that that establishment had a, an equity share, shall we say, in almond milk or soy.
0: Okay, and going like, we don't want to get people into the oat milk game.
1: Because they know how delicious and delectable it is. And they've yep. said to themselves, okay, well, the orders are increasing, we need to, we need to do something about this. Little bit of battery acid in there. Little
0: bit of battery acid in there. Give you, you know, it might melt the esophagus.
1: Who knows, Tom? Who knows? But anyway, the back is sore punters and dribblers. Why? Well, because we were packing. Packing like madmen yesterday. Yes. Packing like it was
0: our last. Well, like the last days. The last uh, days
1: of Rome. I don't know. Is that a saying? I think it
0: is. I think it is the saying, the last days of Rome.
1: Packing like it was the last day of Rome. Now, two seconds.
0: This podcast has started with a little bit of a, you know, look, it hasn't started with the power, the vim, vigor, and gusto that you're used to. This is the Thursday podcast, though. Things are done a little differently here on a Thursday. We um, Look, we spent a whole day packing, uh, bounced-out trackies, shipping, sending, expressing, so they're all rocking up today, tomorrow, early next week. Uh, depending we, on where you live Depending on where you live In this great nation of ours Yes, and obviously if you live in other countries With which we've sold some there as well But just in time for a 28 degree spring day Well, I think it was,
1: you know, poetic even yep. the, the day that they will be arriving to some punters and dribblers It's the hottest day since winter started. They're talking 28 degrees <laughs> They're talking balmy They're talking, you know, a beautiful, gorgeous day I'm in Warm, shorts Hot even but I will say this, I think we've said it before and I'll say it again. The bounced out trackie is for any occasion. Correct. It breathes like a mother fucker. I think it's hundred percent cotton. It is hundred percent cotton. But it looks like velour. So riddle me that brah. Yeah, it's magic. Riddle me that. Uh, yeah, it's called magic. It's called magic cloth. Uh, magic cloth that wasn't cheap. <laughs> it was expensive as fuck. Magic cloth. That we have sold to the punter and jibbler at, uh, you know, an incredible rate. Discounted, <coughs> Discounted even. Discounted even. We're Out <laughs> of the goodness money. of our hearts, we're losing <laughs> money hand over fist. <laughs> Fucking shipping was a nightmare. Listen. I, I will say this though, Tom. I was talking to Tim the other night, uh, last night.
0: Good man, Tim. Thanks Great to man. the dumb Yes. Obviously, uh, Eddie's in-laws to be for allowing us to house and just a, a ridiculous amount of shit at their, at their house. Uh, from from a merch standpoint. Thank you both, Nicola and Tim. Very, very appreciated. We
1: salute you. Incredible. But he was saying because of COVID, because of the situation that we live in, Tom, closed borders at our fill in the fucking rest, that shipping lines to get into the country never been longer. So there is a backlog yeah, of shit did. trying to get in there. Yes. So if we put
0: it on the ship... We would have been fucked.
1: You might have been getting them in December.
0: Because the thing was, the initial plan was to ship because it's just uh, from a... Look, if we can peel back the uh, the curtain here, see how the sausage is made. Uh, shipping way cheaper than air freight, which I think probably makes sense. Takes a little longer, but had everything gone to plan, the way that we plan things meticulously, <laughs> then they would have been here via ship and... would have saved us significant money. Yeah, exactly. A couple more fucking, you know, margaritas for daddies. And you might be like,
1: shut up, you two dickheads. Like, they were late. And we'd say,
0: we acknowledge that. We acknowledge that they were late. We can't apologise for a pandemic.
1: We can't apologise for a pandemic. And we have parted with our own money to make sure that you were draped head to toe in 100% cotton (laughs) velour. Just in in time for (laughs) summer.
0: Just in time for summer. (laughs) Because otherwise... You might have been getting them. You you might have got them in the new year. The way, from
1: what I'm hearing, (laughs) we've got connections in the ports.
0: (laughs) We're saying, yeah, you can do shipping. It's cheaper, but you're gonna fucking you'll never see them. (laughs) Are you happy with never seeing them? We're like, no, we're not. We need to get these fucking trackies out. Now.
1: Put them in the sky, flying first class. That's what we
0: did. We put them first class. They were in the nose, baby. They were. They were in the nose. (laughs) These trackies have been sipping fucking (laughs) Dom since they left China. They still reek at Dom. Yeah, they do. They stink of Dom Perignon and whatever else first class people get. Caviar. They were watching movies that haven't even been released yet.
1: Yeah, dude. They had the time of their fucking life up there, those trackies. We're actually saying, funnily enough, Tom and I, and this is true.
0: This is true. This is dumb. Tom
1: was like, dude, do you reckon that these boxes are just so stoked to get out of China.
0: And I mean, like, you know, if you're a box in China, just I mean, if you're anyone in China, it seems like a little bit of an etched place to be. But particularly if you're a box. Particularly if you're a box. No one gives a fuck about the box. No one cares about boxes. I mean, are they an inanimate object without thoughts, feelings? You know, do they pass the mirror test? We haven't been able to prove it conclusively either way well but they don't
1: communicate so it's hard to. it's tell. hard to
0: know right they're quiet they're quiet objects but if you were to be able to speak to the box would you be like are you stoked to be fucking, you know out of china and sitting on the east coast of australia right now just with the sea breeze blowing in your hair and i think that if those boxes could speak to us eddie and this might give an insight into what eddie and i speak about when we're packing <laughs> fucking packages for eight hours <laughs> I think the boxers would be like, dude, I, I'm so thrilled to be here. I've just got to send money back to my family in China. Yes. You know, it's like, all right, dude, well, if we can help you out in any way, let and, us know.
1: And appreciate you putting us up first class because that was a nice way yeah, to arrive. Yeah, that was a nice touch.
0: It was a really nice touch. Got to see
1: the harbour on the way in. Yeah. You know what I mean? See all the sights, the sounds. As opposed to sitting on a fucking boat and sitting in a line outside of Newcastle or Sydney for... Eight months. 60 days, well, 70 days, 80 days, 90 days. 150 days.
0: 150 days. 150
1: days. 161 days. 365. Days. So many days. And that box, it didn't want that. No. So we've given the box a better life. You could say in some ways the boxes are like our children.
0: Eddie, I've got a question. Do you reckon it's obvious to anyone listening that that we haven't written down any talking topics for this week? <laughs>
1: Um, <laughs> I, I wouldn't have thought so. Oh, I think I, I think you're fucking giving it away.
2: <laughs> you fooled me. <laughs> Did you, were you fooled, Dior? I was fooled. I thought this was a script that you were reading off word for word. Yeah.
0: Well, look. I mean, sometimes we give that fucking vibe, don't we? Because we're just fucking. Tss, tss, tss. Um. But
1: shout out to. Shout out to waiting. everyone for waiting. Yeah, that's what we're
0: saying in a roundabout way. Thank you thank for waiting. You. They're coming, but. I um, I actually think considering, ha- like, the delay, which is, like, I think it was probably, it'll probably end up being, like, three weeks to a month late, will it? Is it three, three weeks? I think it's three weeks. But, like, most people pretty – like, well, everyone understanding. We don't have anyone being like, fuck you. It's just more like, yeah, look, it is what it is. You just want to bounce out in your trackies. And, listen, this is what I will say. There are many – many a false dawn has been thrown up by spring where they're like, oh summer's here. And you're like, no, 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 no. we got cold days ahead of us. Don't worry. Just because there's a couple of fucking – Hot days, you know, it doesn't make it summer. No, it doesn't
1: make it summer. And there was a couple of innovative 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 punters and dribblers who pointed out, and I think, you know, it's genius really. Whack the AC on. Getting your bounced out. Yeah. If you've
0: got a very if you've got climate controlled uh, get
1: it down to what, I reckon seventeen. You go to as cold as you can get it. Yeah, sixteen, seventeen in the trackies on the couch, KFC in the mouth, boom, boom, boom. What about Thanks this?
0: I think you get absolutely rat shit the night before. Obviously, then with those air conditions, air conditioners now the new the new modern ones, Eddie. You can set a timer, set that thing to st- to turn on at like five, six in the morning. You don't wake up till like ten or eleven, hung as shit. By the time you wake up, you're in Antarctica, in yeah. the trackies. That's a good point. I
1: would say this to people that live in Sydney as we enter into summer. And this is more of a public service announcement coming from a bloke who's lived and breathed hot summers in Sydney. Because mm. hot summers in Sydney can be fucking hot and they can be humid, particularly as we get into like February, generally speaking. starts to get February fucking February's February is
0: actually probably the most disgraceful. It's
1: a peak. disgraceful month. It's a disgraceful month. There's no sport at all. There's no sport on. It's hot as fuck.
0: It's humid as fuck. It's shit. And everyone's getting back and to And holidays work. are over yeah. because
1: January, everyone has the month off. And then you come back to February and it's like, fuck, what's my life become? So the way to prepare for it is that you know how you've, your mates always been like, you should get an aircon and you never do? Get the fucking aircon. I'm yeah, going to tell you right. how. Now, I made the mistake of when I was living in an attic on Birriga Road. <laughs> I used to live in an attic, punters and dribblers. Yeah. It was a great view, but it was an attic nonetheless. Shout out to that was
0: an attic. Shout out that, to was a, that was a full, you had a triangle window. If you've got a triangle window, you live in an attic. Two triangle windows, yeah. like one at each end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're living in the chimney. I lived in top, an attic and
1: obviously ventilation up there, poor. Oh, no, ventilation wasn't poor. Um,
0: air, air, air hot air rises. Airflow.
1: Airflow. So if you don't get a fucking nice breeze off the ocean, you're fucked. Now I went made the mistake of buying a fan. You know when you like, oh, I should buy a fan. That just, fans
0: do nothing. They just displace the air, bro.
1: Fans do fuck all. The only fans that are slightly um, useful are like ceiling fans.
0: Even then, dude, on a hot day, it's the same fucking. It's the same, thing. It's the same phenomenon. Which it's, is just, it's just like just it's like stirring custard. We're just pushing stirring custard. Okay, or like just like no, I'm with you. I like that. I was just yeah as thick as custard. It was a gross fucking uh, thing to think about. Yeah. The, the, unless you've got the fan like this far away from your face, like you'd need, you'd need multiple really fast fans that like just cake your whole body. Doesn't matter. Doesn't change anything. Well, that, uh, to me, that does a little bit. But again, that's not really a reasonable expectation for your life, right? That's not how it works. That's not how the world works. You what need sort air of, comp- What
1: sort of, like, I mean, if you are sleeping naked with six fans pointed at you, like that's just get an aircon. Just get an aircon. Yeah. like you need to make changes. Yeah, you need to make changes quickly. Now I'm telling you, I got mine from Kogan, right? Kogan for some reason loves slashing prices on air conditioners. <laughs> this is this isn't an ad. This isn't an ad. I've just got to tell the punter and the dribbler the truth, <laughs>
2: totally
1: as I as slashing. I do every show, as I do every show, Tom.
0: Yeah. They, they, just they like slash prices
1: on ACs. Now, do your research. Look for one that's relatively quiet. You can read in the comments and the reviews and shit. And you you get the more BCUs, the better. What's BCU? I don't know. What's a BCU, Dave?
0: BCU for air conditioning. See, we got one... And, uh, we were living in bondi and we were at the top level of the apartment and it was hotter inside than outside yes. Often, like no joke it'd be 40 degrees inside and 38 uh, 35 36 37 outside like it was fucked.
2: wait bcu or btu 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 yeah british thermal unit uh which is a form of measurement that measures energy so one btu refers to the amount of energy that's required to reach the to increase the temperature Of a pound of water by one degree Fahrenheit, if that makes sense. So the more BTUs, the better. (laughs) (laughs) Just know that. Yeah, the more BTUs, the more energy it has to warm shit up. Or cool? Or cool, cool, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. We
0: didn't get one like that. We got a good one, but we got one where I had to basically get his big fucking hose that like snaked out to the window. That's what aircons are. All of them are like that. (laughs) Oh, so you had that as well though? Yeah, but But it was was hidden
1: behind my TV. Yeah, right. But was it that big? Is it a big like one? this big.
0: Oh, okay. No, that's... Just, oh, mine was like... They're big, dude. Yeah, huge. Because they pump the hot air out. They hot, pump the hot air out. Yes. Just get it. They're not that fucking expensive. Like, they're expensive. Couple of hundred bucks. 300. Well, ours was 800, I think. But you can get them. Again, Kogan slash prices, we know this. Kogan station.
1: slash price. You, well, you can pick one up for
2: $350, $400, <laughs> I'm telling you right now. $350, 300 400 Kogan. I don't not have... An ad. I don't have any aircon in my house and my friends give me shit about it you why not dave you seem like a well-to-do young boy it's weird like we just never really had it and we renovated our house maybe about 10 years ago and yeah i don't know my parents uh, just my work. Old he, we, man we got would, fans in all the rooms. my old man but.
0: would die if he didn't have air conditioning he <laughs> cannot handle the heat at all like he he's like dude i'm a winter guy Fuck summer i need air con. Mm. he uses air con in winter like he <laughs> would melt he has to have aircon, he has to have the, every room he enters chilled basically because he's just like, I can't. He sweats at the drop of that. He just loves it. Loves aircon. I've got a couple of mates like that. I don't even know if it's that he loves aircon, it's that he hates heat.
1: But I think you can, over time, develop an, a love well, for aircon. You I know what I mean? That's like, you know, he once upon a time may have pushed the boundaries a little bit more with what he was prepared to cope with.
0: Yes that as his as
1: tastes have refined yes
0: well he's become used to it yeah he's become used to the air con. i think he loves aircon don't get me wrong <laughs> you know fujitsu please don't don't think that this is an anti-aircon rant i think he likes aircon but i think he hates heat more than he loves aircon the
2: aircon obviously the antidote to heat there's a really weird story and pretty cooks going around about shepherd the band Ooh, is this the ones that say, hey, Geronimo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I hate them. Sorry. I hate them as well. And you'll they find- They play every grand final and yeah. that song sucks. You'll find more reason to hate them after this. So have you ever wondered why they released a song in 2014, which was like pretty successful, but annoying. Hey, and Geronimo. Then, like, what are we now? <clears throat> Six years later, they played the AFL grand final last year and they played like a state of origin last year. Yep. But they yep. haven't had a song that's nearly as big since then. Yeah. So- I was alerted to this by the investigative journalists down at the Meeting Tree podcast with Joyride and Raph. Are they doing that again? Yeah, so they just released an episode like last night about this.
0: Bro, they that podcast is fucking funny. And They're then so funny. They just stopped doing it. Yeah. They just stopped doing it. And I was like, what the fuck,
2: dude? Just keep doing the fucking podcast. Okay. Anyway, carry on. Um, so it kind of all got revealed, I guess, because... The far- so Shepard, the band, consists of like three siblings in the band yeah. with the last name Shepard. Their father, Greg Shepard, has just been arrested for the third time this year in Papua New Guinea over like massive financial crimes, like $100 million, like money laundered fraud. Um, police on Wednesday described the allegations, if proven, as the single biggest fraud that has ever been investigated by police in the history of the Royal Papua New Guinean Constabulary. So pretty quick stuff. Um, and there's also a, um, there's like a, a transcript of uh, Greg Shepherd, their father talking with a private investigator. And he's saying stuff like, um, he says, basically the guy says, oh, I noticed you have a gold record in your office. And he goes, uh, it's not gold actually, it's platinum. And he asks about it. He said, no, nah, they're my, my children are in a band. And the guy goes, are you also in a band or Are you just a proud parent? And he goes, I own it, right? I set it up as a family business and I control it through a Singapore company called Empire of Song Chinese. Uh, He goes, I play a very important instrument in the whole thing. It's called the negotiable instrument. I sign all the checks. Um, So this guy, Greg Shepherd, has been the director of over like 50 companies, including Wilson, of most expensive parking lot in the nation fame and also runs the <laughs> detention centers. Yeah. Um Oh, detention centers as well. Yeah, on Manus Island and Nauru. Oh, right. So we do
0: parking and we also fucking He's lock a director up the,
2: of Wilson. He I think he has been. I'm not sure if he's anymore. It says he's been the director of over 50 companies or something. This is, yeah, this is a fucking yard. Yeah, this is Okay, here we go. So, Record Show has been the director of more than 50 companies since the late 80s. Uh, re, until recently, he was a director of Wilson Protective Services. Um, And basically the transcript with the private investigator goes on and he's talking about what they have to do to bribe people in Papua New Guinea, like elected officials to get land there, to sell land. I imagine it's easier than here. Yeah, from what I heard on the podcast, apparently like Papua New Guinea is just awash with like dirty Australian money. Mm -hmm. Um, That would
0: surprise me. It seems like Papua New Guinea would be a place that it's like, is it third world? I think so. Corruption is rife in the third world. Mm. And if you're a dodgy Australian going over there, it's like, I'm sure that's where you
2: fucking, you know, you can get dirty shit done. Mm. Anyway, (laughs) carry on. Yes, the private investigator goes, the cost of business here is leaving aside all the bribery. And that's just actual resources of hotels, transport phones, terrible internet, all those things. But I still think, and then he gets cut off and Greg Shepard goes, but the rewards are huge. Everything is an elephant here. There's no pygmies. Isn't it wonderful? Why do you think I'm here for my health? And basically what they were saying is that because he's got so much money and influence in big businesses and even the government, basically whenever they need a musical act to play any big event, they're like, oh, who do we get? Oh, let's just get Greg's kids. They're safe. You know, they're easy. They're not offensive or anything like that. Greg's kids. So hang
1: on. Let's fucking backtrack. Yeah, there was a lot there. And so Greg,
2: has Greg been arrested? Greg has been arrested for the third time this year. He was arrested... In January and June, and he keeps getting arrested in Papua New Guinea. Yeah, uh, so and he gets arrested because he's
1: being a being a being a, being a little piglet.
2: Yeah, it says <laughs> the first line is uh, Australian lawyer has been arrested for the third time in Papua New Guinea over the alleged misappropriation of 104 million dollars from a trust fund linked to the controversial OK Teddy mine, <laughs> alongside three others. How the f- oh, so he's
1: a mover and shaker. I'd like to know more about this, Greg because yeah, how, do how does one go over to somewhere like Papua New Guinea, right? And start fucking and taking... And start ripping and tearing. Start fucking... Start whining and dining. Mm. From what it seems like... Yeah, yeah so
2: a bit of 69 <laughs> In 1975, um, basically before that, I think Australia had administrated Papua New Guinea and had been under the administration of a few other nations. And then they kind of pulled out, said, you guys govern yourselves go for it, but I assume just like when there's the breakup of any other country, all the natural resources and all the money is like, oh, who's going to get this? My mate here, my other mate here, and this mate that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you, but I still, I find it interesting that people get to these positions where you start bribing government officials and shit.
0: Like, how is that done? How is that, brib- you've got to just have some stones on you, right? But is it a look? Is it a nod? Well, okay, what about this? When you Do you this speak in What about when you think of it this way? When you go to, obviously now you and I are happily married and engaged, but when we were out there ripping and tearing on the savannah, you know what I mean? Mm. Just like, you know. Oh, there's
1: a, there's a, there's a knowing look. When
0: you, when you end up hooking up with a, with a gal or a guy, depending on your uh, proclivity, you don't go, can I kiss you now? There's something, there's like fucking unspoken bodily cues and you see what's going on and, you know, you get a little closer and before you know it. But that's primal and that's instinct. Maybe being a piglet's primal (laughs) to some people though. Like maybe it is because, like, you don't have – like we don't have that in us. So it's foreign to
1: us. It's foreign to us. speaking piglet is primal to some. Speaking
0: fluent piglet would come very easily to some people, I think. And – you know, when you're in there in a room, it's like, well, we've both gotten to a point where we've either encountered a piglet or two in our time. Like, if you're in that room, or. Well, I think you fucking. Are, we are all piglets. Maybe yeah. there's just a, a, an assumption that everyone in that fucking space is
2: a piglet. Yeah. All eating from the same trough.
0: Yeah. Maybe.
2: He's, he says here to the private investigator uh, when talking about the bribes. He goes, "Um, you have to make sure that it's not going to be attacked as money laundering. He goes, look, if you were to pay seven figures to anybody, the world would fall in on top of you. The small dribs and drabs are the only way to go. I'm approaching it from a lawyer's point of view. I don't want to advise you to do anything illegal. It would have to be something that didn't raise suspicions, something that was ostensibly commercial. The days of banging a million bucks into his secret numbered account in Singapore is over. Greg said this? Greg said this, yeah. And Greg was saying this to whom? To a private investigator that I think he thought was just some dude who was just trying to get a start and into the same industry or something. I don't know. Oh, so Greg
1: tans. will... will Share. He'll share and care with anyone. Yeah. A
2: bloke share. looking to get a
1: start as a piglet, <laughs> he's fucking taking him under his,
0: under and just, his wing. And just going, yeah, let me tell you company secrets here. Fucking, you can't be fucking bribing people with millions of dollars. Piglets don't... Piglets are smart these days. Yeah, yeah.
1: Piglets Pig- is well, the, the feds are too smart. Piglets have wised up. Yeah, wised up. You gotta. As the feds get smarter, that so too does the piglet. Yes. And so you gotta do it in dribs and drabs. That is hilarious.
0: As I- Greg Greg's probably got too big for his boots. Well, it seems I mean, you know what, like the I don't know what the exact term is, but the hens always come home to roost, Eddie they you do know, so if you're fucking ripping and tearing at some point you know you're gonna get caught with on the podcast though the meeting tree one mm-hmm. how were they speaking about shepherd the band because obviously i think everyone hates shepherd the band <laughs> but i kind of feel sorry for that. firstly if your old if your old man is basically paying for you to get into everything the fact you had a number one hit is actually pretty impressive because that song, whilst it's poison, is a hit. I get how fucking people like it, even though I hate it. And I hate the fucking term Geronimo now, which I believe is a native Indian fucking term and I'm surprised Did- they didn't get canceled for it, even though they probably shouldn't have been canceled for that either. All I'm saying is it's impressive to hit, hit a number one when you actually don't even really need to if your old man's just fucking shortballing
2: your fucking gigs.
0: Or is it they got the number one then the old man took it over? I, and think,
2: oh, I, no, think, I no, think no, I think that was more what it was. No, I, I don't think so. I think he has kind of got them all the starts that they have. Okay. In terms of like, oh, you. to But so spot explain
0: him. the hit. Do the do the do they do they do the do 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 does the shepherd the band know Dad's a pig?
2: Um, what? Well, they uh, the, all the siblings were born and grew up in Port Moresby, so there had that to have been something. Mean no, pigwards. I know that, but there's. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to tell from their Wikipedia page because they've clearly edited the whole thing. Um, they have? Yeah. Like it's oh, a, right. Well, it says things like, um, Geronimo was like the first single to stay for three weeks at the top of the charts since Guy Sebastian's single something, which was actually like a year and a half before Right, you that. can
0: tell when someone's edited their own Wikipedia page yeah. as opposed to Wikipedia just putting information in because there is the minutiae of detail around things that no one gives a fuck about. But it's clear to see.
2: They give, like, all the chart positions and how well the songs did, like, on their first album. And then when it talks about the albums they released since then, there's, like, no chart positions or, like, no, this song reached this number or anything. No, well,
0: there's no chart Have they released any
2: albums recently? Yeah, since Geronimo, uh, they've released, I want to say, one, two, and three, three albums. What are they called? Uh, Watching the Sky. Cool. Um uh there's the newest one is kaleidoscope eyes and then there's another one in between phoenix <sighs> what did when did geronimo come out 2014. 2014 did I it
0: get on thought... did it get on Hottest 100 or something surely not Uh, Maybe not Hottest
2: 100 Because it's a bit mainstream
0: I know it is But I was like You know sometimes Mainstream shit will get on there And it sort of Becomes way more mainstream After it's played Like 400 million times Mm -hmm. Like think about Gautier Even though that is clearly Like fucking A Triple J song I think it won Hottest 100 Yeah I think it did But that also was like Humongous in the US Mm. It was Humongous And Gautier then Has just Disappeared
1: Yes
2: They have Good point. Gotye is gone, dude. Gautier... You know Gautier is actually a drummer and he was like a drummer in some other band before he was Gautier.
0: Really? Yeah. Well, he can and go back... It seems he like he might have gone back to drumming by the look <laughs> of it.
2: Has he gone back to the drumming? Uh, let's have a look. Shout out to drummers. Wally DeBacker. Gautier, Gautier is that's better. His name. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Well,
1: that's interesting. That's very interesting. Greg Shepard. I'd like to read... I'd like to sit down with a piglet. 100%.
0: Like and a just Wolf be, of Wall Street sort of piglet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and just go
1: spin me yarns. But, like, don't make them... Like, you can put a little bit of mayo on if you put want. Put some mayo but on. But don't,
0: don't lie. Don't, don't buzz lie Rothfielder. I just want to know, like... To be honest, like, short... Like, even with the... If you were talking to, like, the Wolf of Wall Street, like... I Jordan get that Belfort. you fucked... Yeah, I get you fucked heaps of, like, hookers and you did heaps of coke. But I actually want to know a bit more about, like, how you ripped people off. Like, I want to know... Like, I want to know the details of basically why you are the person you are, which is that you were a fucking massive piglet who just stole money from people. Like, I want to know what that process was like.
1: Well, he they hit the here. They would basically just convince investors to buy stocks that were worthless. Or he'd have a position in them and then they'd pump up the price and then he'd sell it and yeah. the floor would fall out yeah. and they'd fucking and they'd the just plums. go.
0: But what I mean is pump and dump. The pump and dump, I know, but I mean more, not necessarily even just about like the mechanics. Well, Obviously, the mechanics to help explain how it's done, but just like I guess, also the mindset around knowingly, just going fuck it, I'm just ripping millions off these people. I guess it's like they're just. Yeah, you can
1: probably convince yourself of anything, right? Well, like, definitely. You know, these cunts are rich and they can uh, they can afford it, but and often, they to believe it. often they weren't
0: rich. Often they are rich. I'm saying, in yeah, his head, yeah, yeah, right. You're you convincing know? yourself. I mean, so.
1: look, I'm fucking putting words in Jordan's mouth. He apparently, I don't know how true this is. Dior will be Dioring as I as I speak. Apparently, he's now worth more than he ever was. Really? Because he's of the, built up this sales, like, and
0: motivational empire. Isn't it crazy, dude, like, the world? Just how, like, he was- Some people are able to make comebacks off the back of heinous atrocities, whereas, like, some people- Because will, he
1: fucking hoodwinks people. That's, like- that's But is he mate. still hoodwinking, you reckon? It's, so well, he, he's,
2: he's, like, he's telling you how to hoodwink. It's sales. It's all sales. His
0: sales c- is hoodwinking to a degree. It is to a degree,
2: yeah. His current net worth is, it says around a hundred million. Fuck. Yeah. He
0: was worth, and what, he was wouldn't have been worth that when he was hoodwinking? Oh, I don't know. 100 million's
1: a hundred million is a lot of money. A hundred million is <laughs> a lot of money.
2: And he's probably, he's doing all these speaking tours and he's doing shit like that. And he's probably he, getting some like would money- Would he have made
0: the, money off that book? That then it's turned into a movie? Like, when that thing gets turned into... He must make money off that shit, right? Or is that, like, proceeds of crime? Oh,
2: I mean, you'd think he would if it... But I guess it's all down to, like, if he signed something with the dude who wrote the book at no, first. No, I think he would have made some Google money. it. Yeah. But it was... More than anything,
1: even if he didn't make a shitload of money off the royalties for the movie, he knew, as a, as a swindler... How we good it, swindler as well.
0: ...how good it would be for his profile... Oh fuck yeah! It's been fucking. But it can and it can't, right? Like it can go two ways. It depends how the movie is, because the movie paints him in this really fun, like it's the tone of that movie is this looks like a fucking hoot. Yes, until the end. So he, the end, he fucking what? They don't even you don't even really see the end. He just goes to jail. Oh, he loses his wife. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like yeah, oh the family goes, goes out, and then it's like now he's he's already out of jail now, right? He was out of jail when the movie
2: came out, wasn't he? Yeah, at the end of the movie they've got him like talking in front of some crowd and telling his story, Yeah, yeah. not they? Yeah.
0: It's it's very colorfully done. It is, but it's like it's but it doesn't make him out like that much of an asshole. No, because it's colorful. <laughs> yeah. It's fun, you know, it's what fun. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Whereas if you'd painted him out as like a fucking absolute piece of shit pig, you know, you know, if you had him being violent to his wife and fucking, you know, like you could paint it so much worse where it comes out and goes, people aren't going to want to have you on fucking a panel at a fucking
1: Yeah. But like underneath it all, underneath it all, I think people love or at least like piglets. Like, you know, well, they, in a, they in
0: like a, someone. There is something there's they, like, a, in a, on a certain level, they do. There's an allure to the hoodwink, I yeah, think. Is yeah. it like, oh, like these guys? Are, it's not, it's almost like financial magicians where it's like, oh, you managed to make me believe something was true. When actually something else, obviously, it was happening to you directly. It's not fine. obviously people fucking
1: hate it, but him. like obviously say- I get that. But people are interested and drawn to these piglets that fucking make shitloads of money and fuck all these women and hoodwink, fucking do all these drugs and like rip people off. Like people are interested in that clearly because it's a fucking movie. Because it's it a, a movie, movie played by Leo and the book fucking was massive. Yeah. Like the book was massive. That's why they made it a movie. Yes. Yes. Like was the was the book fucking chock a block full of mayo? Almost
2: certainly, but it, that's not the point. It says he sold the rights. Uh, he sold he sold the rights from the book to be made into a film for one million dollars. There you go. But it also says in all these articles, um, obviously right. he's got a shitload of money to pay back for all the crimes. That was the other thing as well. Like <laughs> he's supposed to pay back X amount of money,
1: and
0: so he's always like feigning poor. Right, so it's like he's got it all he's just he knows how to move money right? around. Yeah, so it's yeah, like, yeah. oh no, I don't have any money. Like but I'm sold- flying private and I got these fucking dope yeah, watches yeah, yeah. and
1: like you sold the book for a million dollars, but like
0: what else? You know? That's interesting. I'm gonna make money here, 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 here.
2: Well, that's crazy. That was mm. a good that's a good little story you got there, D. Yeah. Do you got anything else for us? Um, Well, it kind of has to do with this story and I was going to mention it, but I actually have a cousin who might've done a few dodgy deals and basically had to flee his home because he got caught in the middle of a Ponzi scheme.
0: Really? Yeah. And it was like,
2: it was front page of the papers and stuff. It was a bit of big news. So how long ago? um, Or you don't want to fucking? No, I don't care. I I think this was your cousin. uh, So 2009. So I think he's my dad's first cousin. Right. Um, they grew up in South Africa together. Christopher Skase? Sorry. No. Sorry. <laughs> um, so Barry Tannenbaum is his name. Tannenbaum. Yeah, Tannenbaum. Or Baum. I mean, I don't... I don't know. How yeah. You're fucking Jewish. Tannenbaum, how do you Tannen, Tannen, I think Tannenbaum. I just think Royal Tannenbaum is the yeah. fucking movie. Um, anyway, so um, in 2009, he was arrested, um, accused of setting up a Ponzi scheme. Uh, it says, like that, used by Bernie Madoff. Yeah. Um, and he made $80 billion on this. Well, I don't know if he made, but that's how much it was worth. It says he's accused of offering 200% annual returns to investors in his pharmaceutical ingredient importation business and forging orders from big drug companies to back his claims. So what I remember is that one morning, like my parents just came home and was like, oh, like your cousin Barry had to leave his home in St. Ives and is now like hiding in the Gold Coast. Did they find him? Yeah, I think they found him. And I don't know if he ever actually went to jail. But yeah, he, he didn't go to jail for a Ponzi. I don't know because, that scale because it was, um, in South Africa and I don't think they could extradite him to South Africa.
0: Uh, okay. Mm. How about that Melissa Caddick? I was just thinking about as you were saying it. Yeah. Is it not, does it not raise a cursory eyebrow that that bitch's foot was found floating like fucking down the South coast? Of course it does. Like people when, think it was planted. That I was when it first came out and it was like I, mean, I was like holy shit that's crazy a foot and and then I was you were talking then and I'm thinking that I'm like this chick is a professional hoodwinker and now her fucking foot's found floating down the street. Did step.
2: they but <laughs> like was their DNA analysis ran on the foot? No, yeah. there there were, there were lots of doubts over whether the foot was actually hers.
0: I thought they um, said it fucking was her DNA. I think uh, it was in her shoe, doesn't mean it was her foot. Well, there was the, a bit of foot in the shoe. So I'm um, It wasn't just the shoe, it was like foot in the, the shoe. shoe. Yeah, And they cl- clearly they've tested the foot. Yes. Well, they'd be crazy not to. Crazy. Crazy not to test the foot. That would be an oversight.
1: <laughs> That'd be an oversight. The problem with these stories is you you drip-fed you drip-fed drip information and never given enough of it no. to fucking work out what the fuck's going and on. And sometimes you and I are best place to work it out. And it's like Well, it's like listen. I mean, look, we're not we're not detectives per no, se, no. but you know, we can interpret information
2: if so you give it to us. It Who says, the fuck knows who's going to crack the case? It says DNA from the foot match samples taken from a toothbrush, but experts are questioning whether the fact that they found the foot actually means she's dead because, like, one of the reasons they gave is it just wasn't, like, worn that much. There were no barnacles or it hadn't been, like, worn away by the ocean that much at all. So some experts are thinking she might have chopped it off herself to send them astray. Which is... Such a big commitment, well, and one that
0: I think if, if you're prepared to cut your foot off, dude, fucking well it, it, but run it, it, run it, But free. it does imply
1: you need medical care. Like you need, you can't just chop your foot off and then fucking
0: go sit in the bush. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you. But I mean, no, you'd have to plan, right? you have to plan. But you could, mate. You can pay for a doctor to fucking give you some fucking
2: foot care. Yeah, like in those dodgy mafia movies when they like go Do to a ran? vet and then some bathroom. What doctors are you paying off?
0: You can pay off fucking anyone, old mate Wilson's got his fucking That's kids in Papua in Guinea. Well, they're playing the NRL Grand Final.
1: You reckon you could call them up and pay them like just which which doctor would you select to pay off? I think that these are things that hoodwinkers know or hoodwinkers look into. <laughs> Do you reckon there's like a hoodwinkers dictionary? If you're a Hood Hoodwinkers winker, guide to the galaxy. Yeah guide to, a, yeah, guide to the country. And there's like full of other hoodwinkers that you can call in a time of need. Yeah, hey, is yeah, yeah like a saying? social
0: media sort of... To, no, it's like
1: it's like a fucking a yellow pages. A so. yellow
0: pages for hoodwinkers.
1: Do you need a doctor? Call this bloke. Yeah. Do you need a fucking, you know, a banker? Call this you bloke. You need to disappear? Call this bloke. No, I mean... That
0: what? just to me was fucking
1: <laughs> ridiculous. On fucking cracking cases, solving crimes. Yeah. William Tyrrell, do you remember William Tyrrell? <laughs> yes. The little boy in yeah, the spot. Yeah, that was horrible. It's fucking horrible. Ella said yesterday and Dior will be looking this up cuz he's that's his job. Um, apparently they may have cracked the case, which is interesting.
0: The I saw cuz it's one that's done my fucking head in. I didn't realize that he was like uh, there's like more to his family where he, he was, was like, a, he was adopted, and the people that he, he, like his other family, like who he was adopted from were like fucking weird, like they were dodgy or something like that. Like he was.
2: Eddie, has this like come about because of the other kid that they found or just completely unrelated? Well, that's right. Cause
0: no, I don't think it's I come think about it's the other unrelated. Kid. I okay. think they're unrelated. That other kid, and again, I want to be careful about with the other kid, the, the autistic kid that went missing in rural New South Wales. He, some people are saying like, Well, like, he was found, which is obviously fantastic. He was missing for four nights in the bush. Um, But then some people are, like, raising a few fucking eyebrows around just the story itself. I don't know if it's... And I think the story itself, like, the police are still investigating, but, like, ultimately it's a good news story, right? Like, the kid goes missing, his family are fucking distraught, and then they find him. And there's some epic footage of when news comes in that he's been found and everyone's just, like, fucking so relieved. But, like, there's... Look into that one as well. But, like, I don't, you don't want to throw up conspiracy theories around it, but maybe just look into the general story around that kid that went missing. Well, there was
1: security know, footage that went missing.
0: Security footage that went missing. He was found fucking super close to the house. He was fine. Four days in the fucking bush. Um, well, you get, like, he was drinking, yeah. Four, that days. Saying, yeah. four surely, days a long time.
1: Surely medical experts would be able to look at someone who'd been in the bush for four days without food and be able to tell. There'd be
0: signs. About like malnourishment and all that stuff. Don't you think? Well, yeah. Like, I mean, you'd be like this, like.
1: Four days without food's a long time.
0: Yeah, but it is. But I mean, I guess if you got water, you're okay. This kid was a non verbal autistic kid. They were saying that he could have been like sleeping in wombat holes and shit. Again, who the fuck knows? It's not like it couldn't have happened. No, but I'm just saying, would there
1: be signs to back up the story?
0: I think that the inference from the, bull, from the conspiracy shit was like, well, you know what? I don't know what the inference was. I don't even want to get into it because, again, it's such a horrible thing that you'd want to be... Who knows? Who knows?
2: But... It's interesting, though. It's interesting. But what did
1: you find? it? Do you find anything about William too?
2: Yeah, it's all pretty vague, obviously, because they're still investigating. But what it seems like they're all saying is that they've uncovered a new person of interest slash suspect that they had previously ruled out. And I think there's pretty good optimism about nailing this guy and uncovering some more facts It's
0: crazy it. with this sort of shit, right? Like, you think about the, like, Madeleine McCann one. Where Who they like,
1: also, I think, have solved.
0: They haven't solved that, bro.
1: I think they sort of have. How? Have you heard about the guy? No. The German guy? No. There's been documentaries and shit about it. The German guy <laughs> in this town at the same time, phone, like, beeps fucking right near her. They've found, like, some fucking weird etch fucking like cave that he had all his shit buried in with DVDs and photos of girls like little has he been arrested? Shit. I think they're trying to build a case around he's in jail already. He's in jail already. Right. So like he he's a very strong I completely
0: candidate. understand from a parental standpoint that you would never ever fucking stop. Like it would be the most horrifying fucking thing in the world. You couldn't sleep. Like I wouldn't be able to ever fucking sleep. But it's crazy when you hear these things like Sometimes police, like, release shit like that uh, um, strategically to, like, try and get more information or to try and put pressure on someone they've been speaking to. And, you know, but you just go, like, you've heard a lot. You, hear, you I've heard a fuck. Like, then you think about something like Dan, the Daniel Morecambe case where they did find the killer. But that's you, a great yarn. That's a, well, that's a fucking crazy, crazy story. I think. But I just mean, like, well, all I was saying there is, like, Sometimes you hit, you hear. I've heard, you even heard a fucking lot about. Oh, the William Tyrrell case might be solved, and it never seems to be. But in saying that, the Daniel Walker one was the same thing, and like you, you just never know how close the cops are to these fucking sickos. That they have to be fucking. Like it'd be a crazy job being a cop on cases like this, just having to be. It'd be kind of scary as fuck, wouldn't it? Like having to be talking to these people, not knowing if the one you're talking to is the sicko, or talking to people in pr- prison who are sickos that you know. Like. Scary in movies. It's terrifying in movies, right? Like when they're going like, out to like properties and shit to go. Like on. when in Mayor Mayor East Town, When bro.
1: they go and they realise that's the house. Yes, yeah, and, and the and the the drain yeah, starts the shaking. Drain. And that shit. was fucking like, intense. Yeah, yeah. Great show. Great show, East Town. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you, bro i'm i'm fucking with you fuck i hope they sold that that's that one's done my head in that William material one yeah i'm like it doesn't make sense like on the back porch he's fucking playing with his sister 60 seconds goes by he's gone he's
0: gone that's the house a-
1: is nowhere near the road no
0: that's the thing with those ones as and well. it's like
1: and it's a cul-de-sac and and they were, weren't supposed to be there they were supposed to get there the day afterwards so they weren't supposed to be there so and they checked, they weren't followed from Sydney, so, like, it's opportuni- opportunistic as fuck,
0: potentially. Potentially, where it's like, but ro- it's, like, like a wrong place, wrong time. But, like... Surely not, though. But a fucking cul-de-sac? But like it was bush, though, right? In the wasn't it,
1: like, bushy... Yeah, but then, what, there's someone in the bush looking at a grandma's house? Like, what?
0: Yeah, those are those ones where, like... Isn't it... Can you check the percentage, Dave? Uh, of the dribbliest podcast all time... Where, like, the percentage of like when people go missing or they get killed, it's like the it's usually someone they know. Like the it's in the in the absolute minority. Is it just random? Yes. Which is that's where when you're a cop, you're like, who the fuck, who done it, bro? Like, yeah. looking at all their family, like, and there, like that, there was that and,
1: plumber who fucking got his name dragged through the mud and shit. Like,
0: yes, that yeah, poor but bastard. but well, but he had some sort of past. Did he? I think he had a past. It was just that, like, he was, he, I, I don't remember his See, They
2: found that. a fucking, they found, like, a Spider-Man, Spider-Man doll to, in his yeah, in yeah, yeah. His car and shit. So, from what it says here, um, victims of robbery, most times they don't know, but victims of violence and murder is about 50 to 60% someone they knew. When it comes to women, it's up to, like, 65
0: 70%. So it's not, well, for women, that's... Much more. 70. It's pretty broad, though. But violence. Yeah. Like that but, could be, yeah. yeah. Just murder's the one you sort of.
1: Murder's the one you're looking at.
0: <laughs> sounds bad. My hay fever, bro, just for everyone that, I mean, you're either hearing it. I don't know if it's, does it sound like my nose is as blocked as it, a nose could be? Or do I sound relatively normal? It sounds blocked. Because I'm trying to speak without it being blocked. It sounds blocked. But it is chockers. No, it sounds blocked. But what's interesting, and I don't know this about hay fever, right? There's nothing in there. It's just like something's just like a door's just been shut. Is what it feels like.
1: There's nothing in there.
0: Like when you gotta blow your nose with hay fever, it's not like heaps of shit comes out. Sometimes it's just like it's just it's just blocked.
1: Is there pollen in this room?
0: No, but there's pollen in the air in general, spring, right? So the second I when I wake up in the morning, I'm good. And then the second I stand up, it starts. It's weird i got to take a piss and then it just like, it just starts. For how long does it last? As in like a day or just in general, how yeah. long will I be dealing with this shit? Yeah. Some days are worse than others and then usually it won't last the entirety of spring. It starts a bit before spring and then it will go through to like late spring. But sometimes you, you just realise one day like, oh, it's gone.
1: So it'll last to when?
0: You just, mate, if I knew when it fucking finished, I'd be like marking it on the calendar.
2: This is interesting. So it says here, when you have hay fever, your immune system identifies a harmless airborne substance as harmful. So your immune system then produces antibodies to the harmless substance. And the next time you come in contact with the substance, they signal your immune system to release chemicals such as histamine into your bloodstream, which causes a reaction that leads to signs and symptoms of hay fever. So basically your body's like, oh, this thing's going to kill me. I better do something about it. But it's actually not. Could you take
1: an antihistamine? That's exactly what I have every <laughs> I believe day. that's what okay. they meant. Have you ever yeah.
0: heard of antihistamines? Before? Yeah, I had. Okay,
1: right. <laughs> I had. I was like. But not, I didn't know they were used to fight hay <laughs>
0: Yeah, dude, that's exactly what I have. I have one of them every morning. And it does nothing. No, it does. It's But it's like the vaccine, right, where it's not going to – it just dulls the intensity
2: of it. Do, you, it. do you often wake up just like so blocked up and like, Eyes puffy and stuff yeah yeah, yeah yeah, So that's I also that the problem As well As, well, as you wake yeah. up Your
0: mouth's fucking dry Because you've been breathing Through your mouth all night Because your nose is blocked But like Antihistamines Minimize the symptoms Like your nose is running Your eyes get itchy as fuck Like on a bad day Itchy eyes Like it's ridiculous But it's interesting To hear that Dave Because obviously I knew it was autoimmune I'm also a psoriasis Sufferer autoimmune I had asthma As a young child Autoimmune They're all sort of linked um, How many people get hay fever? Heaps.
1: Heaps of people get hay fever. Yeah, I'm asking. I want to know how many people
0: get it. As a percentage of like, the population. I certainly don't know that, Dave. That's, uh, that's one for you again. His fucking little fingers are working hard today. I think are. Thursdays uh, are where his fingers <laughs> get the biggest work. Yeah. Yet, we don't know what the fuck we're talking Lucky about. Lucky
2: it's not too early in the morning. I wouldn't be switched on. No. It says uh, hay fever can affect up to one in five people at some point in their life.
0: That's not as many as I thought, but that's still a. That's year. more than I
2: thought. That's up to 20%. That's true. In the UK, it says one in four people.
0: And they're weaker over there, so that's why. Mm. My immune system is they're just... They're more translucent. My immune system just seems to be, like, on edge. That's all it is. It's like, oh, what's that? <laughs> not taking any risks. It's but like, in it's, so doing, you're fucking with me, so... It's paranoid. It's paranoid. You are I paranoid. I have a paranoid immune system. I'm not paranoid. My immune system is paranoid. Yes. Which is you. Now, firstly, before we get on to what we were... Some more, some more shit from Dior, which I've appreciated today on a day where... You know, you and I just sometimes you got too many things on your fucking proverbial Kmart plate to, you know, plan for the show that you've decided to do extra a week. So we forget to come in with shit. But we appreciate your uh, stories, Dave. Neil So the Novocastrian of host of What's New in the Castle podcast fame and soon to be. Uh, what was the name of the podcast you were going to do then, Dave?
2: Bored to Death. <laughs> Bored to Death. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, he pointed out today that on the Today Show, and we're trying to find the fucking footage, but PVL did a cross with uh, the Today Show, I guess talking about the grand final in Brisbane, and prior to place on the desk was the Hello Sport Baggy Green. If that is true and that Neil so wasn't lying to us, um, just good to know, even though we haven't spoken to PVL for a while, the place we hold in his heart. Well, look, we haven't. You know, communication's not where it was. Well, it's been a busy year
1: for Pete, and we just
0: went, let's take it back. It's a been a busy year for all of us, Tom. Yep. It's been a busy year for all Might of have us. Might even been more busy for us than Pete. Definitely. With the greatest respect to him. Respect to Pete. Respect to Pete. But it probably has been busier for how us. How many shows he producing? Exactly.
1: Exactly. Exactly. His workload's not ours, and that's fine. Yeah, how, but
0: many, how many fucking t shirts he. Oh, yeah, we'll, get, we'll talk about t shirts. It in boys
1: a me to know, Tom. It boys me to know. That we're top of mind for Pete. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he gets into the office, he's about to do an interview, and he's like, Where's my baggy green? Yeah.
0: Let's just, where's
1: the baggy green?
0: I imagine if he was wearing it. Fuck, I would have melted. But just the fact that no, the baggy green sits on the desk, prior to place, as a subtle nod. You know, like, I'm just trying to think about, you know, like when maybe, I'm thinking wartime here, Eddie. Mm. Like, when you know partners were sending off their partners to war, do you know when you're gonna see him again here's a photo of me keep it close yes like, so you know this like a little thing. keep it in your rucksack, keep, yeah, rucksack. Your rucksack. just keep it with you you know yeah. what i mean yeah. wear this necklace with a photo of me in it yes whatever it and it's is. a love heart and it's a it's us in a love heart pete you know doesn't know when we're going to catch up again necessarily but he, you know, hears this thing from us to you, Pete. Just hold it close, and whenever you fucking, you know, hold bit, it near. Whenever hold you're it lonely deep. or stressed or whatever, just take a little look at it, grab it, kiss it, smell it, and know that like we're always with you. Hold it, hug it. We're hold always it. with you.
1: We're always with you, Pete. You're always going to be a member of the eleven. Um, but it's just nice to know that we still mean the world to him. Yes,
0: and he us. Now, if Nilso was lying to us and that, you know, the, the baggy green wasn't on the desk, then now I start asking, why not? Well, I don't think Neil So would lie to us. Neither do I, but I mean, if he was lying, why isn't the baggy green on the desk? Well, I think it was. That's Look, my point. You're prepared to just go blindly into believing Neil So, which I think is probably the smart decision here.
1: Well, I would, cause you, but you're answering the question for me. If Pete doesn't have the baggy green on the table, What's more likely? Pete's got on the table or he doesn't.
0: Okay, I'm hearing you now. I'm hearing you know? It. Yeah.
1: It's unlikely that it's not on the table. Yeah. And it's been backed up that it was on the table by one Daniel Nielsen. So using the powers of deduction, yeah. I'm comfortable with
0: the fact it was on the table. Okay, cool. All right. Well, if someone could find us that footage, that'd be greatly appreciated. Do they, Dave or Maddie? Put the full episode of the Today Show, which if you were to, like, do they put that online somewhere, like on their website? Yeah, and on they would be nine now. I yeah. follow that up with, if you are the type of person who, go, who can't watch the Today Show in the morning and goes back and watches the whole thing online, then you are the biggest <laughs> dribbler on earth. How many people watch the Today Show after the Today Show? Like, after it finishes, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, like, catch up. Oh, fuck, I want to go catch up. I missed the
1: Today Show this morning. Like, you have got to be a
0: fucking I want to go see their live weather crosses to, like, you know, some guy who's doing a stand-up paddleboard school in the entrance. But if it is online, that does indicate that people do watch it back. Or is it just more like a box tick where it's like, fuck it, let's just put it online so we don't have to...
1: Or is it more people like us... Who knows someone on the show want Wanna to go, go back and, and see PVL and see us and potentially. Who knows? I think it's probably online. And if it is, we'll be able to find it. Yeah. If Nelson was telling the truth, which I think he was.
0: Now, Dave, mm-hmm. back to you and your uh list of interesting fucking stories that we could draw upon to spark some
2: rigorous conversation. Yep. Yeah, so this is one you've sent through. Comes to us by earthly mission and it mm. says scientists resurrecting extinct frog could be the first step to jurassic park coming true right so, so how did they resurrect
0: because i didn't read it yeah. i just thought this will blow my mind or at least it's either a pull of a headline like how do you resurrect an extinct frog
2: yeah well it's not as exciting as the headline may seem so because it says where's the time. way a frog species gone extinct since 1983 has been brought back to life um scientists at university of new south wales shout out Um, have been working on an extinct Australian frog species, the gastric brooding frog. Um, And basically what they've done is they've had uh, tissue from a frozen egg from the seventies, and they implanted it successfully in an egg from a closely related frog species. Um, So none of the embryos actually survived beyond a few days, but genetic tests confirmed that the cells do contain the genetic material from the extinct frog. And a brief existence was there, so they got excited by that. But it's not with us anymore. No, it so it's gone. Yeah, it's gone. But they, but they have. So they the are technology. bringing it back from the fucking dead. They're, so they're, they resurrected it for like a fleeting moment. But not even because it was still an embryo,
0: and it never. Yeah, it was never born. It never yeah. grew. So and now is it done? Is it? They don't have the cells from the tissue anymore. No,
2: I think. I assume they have more to keep doing it. I don't think this was just, like, a one-shot, let's hope we get it, and then we got no more frozen tissue. I think this is this is a step towards, like, they've cracked, you know, actually getting the genetic material in someone else's egg, and now they just need to, like, work on taking it to, like, completion of whatever pregnancy is.
0: It's still not going to be a fucking... It's still going to be crossed with another animal, though, right? With another species, so it's never going to be...
2: Well, I think what from what it sounds like they've done is they've basically made the egg just a carrier, and all the genetic material that goes into the embryo has come from that one frog. Right. But how are they going to inseminate it? I don't know. Little droppers and syringes.
0: But with with whose whose jizz we use it?
2: No, but they so they use the frozen tissue from the extinct frog and get like the DNA and stuff from there so this is i was looking up like dolly the sheep as well right yeah shout out to dolly makes you
0: rest in peace Mm.
2: so dolly was born dolly was also cloned but dolly had a natural birth they just put the genetic material in a live sheep but this is like one of the first times they've done it all in a lab i think for an extinct animal
0: and then you said that this you know i'm I'm a little disappointed by that story Mm -hmm. even though i guess it's cutting-edge science You thought that that had some implications for our dear friend, friend of the show, the official thylacine of the podcast, the Tasmanian
2: tiger? Yeah, so it says in this article even, um, we're increasingly confident that the hurdles ahead are technological and not biological. And the professor told The Guardian that they've also already begun work on cloning a Tasmanian tiger. Is the Tasmanian tiger a dingo with stripes? (laughs) Essentially, yeah. (laughs) That's what it feels like. No, it's... We paint a dingo. It might be... Is a dingo a
0: marsupial? Dingo's a dog, baby. Mm. Dingo ate a marsupial, bruh. They don't have pouches. Dingo is a dog.
2: But it's not exactly a dog. Well, it's... I'm pretty sure Um, it is. Do dingoes have pouches?
0: No, they don't have fucking pouches. I'm still looking
2: that up. All right. Basically, Tasmanian tigers did have pouches. Tasmanian tigers were marsupials. Wow.
0: wow. So Tasmanian tigers marsupials. What about dingoes? Dingoes are dogs, you fucking idiots.
2: Um no, I don't think dingoes had pouches, but they're not dogs no, it's like not a, it's dogs. Not so hang on. So I'm hang on. I'm telling you they don't.
1: So hang on. They what don't, is a no, Tasmanian right. tiger the descendant of? What's its cl-
2: what's it closely related to? Um well, it's closely related to other marsupials. Um, Kangaroos. Yeah. I'm trying to find how this big are they? Because
0: that's interesting as well. Like,
2: are they big motherfuckers, the Tasmanian Big word, well, Check the video yeah. I sent because well, it gives you a pretty good Well, I don't know, Eddie, a lot
0: of grainy footage out there. There is grainy Tasmania footage. Tasmania is a densely populated it d- is. There, like there is dense grainy bushland. footage. There is grainy footage. I'll give you that. Feels like a real loss. It does. But I mean, imagine the ones that we've lost that probably just didn't have the coverage, you know? Tazzy tiger was just the one that they had footage of. Yeah, but a marsupial dog that
1: lived on an island off the coast of Australia is pretty cool. It's very cool.
0: Mm. But imagine if the Tasmanian devil died. It'd be the same sort of thing probably. But it's still with us. No, I know. What I'm saying is, there's probably things. And the devil's not as cool
2: as the tiger. We all know that. We Mm -hmm. do know that. What did you just send? us Yeah, I just sent a photo with some like specs about the Tasmanian tiger. It's terrible quality photo, and I couldn't find a better one. But you can see there, you can see the pouch. Full blown
0: pouches. And you can see the way it kind
2: of stands up and looks like a kangaroo. That's a horrible photo. I can't even read the writing. Yeah, me neither. I saw a good quality photo like this last night, but I can't find it. Can you not Google
0: the dimensions of an average Tassie tiger? Yeah, I can
2: do
1: that. Dude, that footage is pretty sick. Yeah.
0: Oh, did he send footage? Oh, wow.
2: Dude, that's gnarly. They look like a fucking hyena almost. Yeah, and the way they open their mouth, like they can open their mouth almost 180 degrees. Um, It says here, uh, Tasmanian tigers were 100 to 130 centimeters long, um, including like a 50 centimeter tail. Um and they weighed from fifteen to thirty kilograms, so not huge, yeah, like a big dog, I'd say. Besides a dog, thirty percent. kilos is pretty heavy, bro. Is that what Tonka weighs? No, uh, he's 50.
0: fifty. Yeah, but I'm saying that's what I mean. it's, But it's not huge. I mean, like you're thinking about, it, they're not it's not a huge fucking. But it's crazy. They're marsupials. That's what I find fucking. Mm. <sighs> um. And. It is a shame looking at that thing that we fucking. So did they just kill them?
2: Like were they were they aggressive? Could they be domesticated? What's the? I don't think they could be domesticated. They were basically hunted to extinction, and the la- that one, the last one, like died of being left out in the cold, which is fucking devastating. Are you serious? Yeah. Get your
0: shit together, dude. That
2: Conservation back in the day was
0: mediocre. At best. (laughs) Dude. That thing being left out in the cold. Okay, while we're on fucking conservation and things going extinct, can you tell me where we're at with like gorillas and white rhinos and shit? Aren't there like two of these fucking rhinos left? There's, like, one where, like, the white rhino, there's, like, two left, and we're, like... No, it's, like, the southern white rhino, the northern white rhino. Well, that's... I mean, um, forgive me for not picking the fucking geography, but that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying
1: all rhinos. It's, like, the there's there's, It's not the... It's the
2: subspecies that are becoming extinct, I believe, with the rhino. Right.
0: But a subspecies is a species,
2: right? Or you're not not as fucking concerned. So there's the northern white rhinoceros, which is a species... Oh, sorry, a subspecies. And it said there... It says since march 2018 there are only two known rhinos of that subspecies left that's pretty fucking scat what about
1: the southern white rhino where's it at because i would imagine the white rhino
0: coveted by poachers will a species
2: no southern white rhinos are doing better they're near threatened but it says the population is increasing mm. good love that mm. all right what about the the mountain gorilla Like silverback or mountain gorilla? Well,
0: silverback is just the dominant gorilla within a group of gorillas. So you just give me gorillas, like the mountain gorilla. What's the Well, the mountain gorilla
1: is a subspecies of gorilla, I believe.
0: Yes. And they were the ones that I think were under attack or under threat. Where the habitat
2: is. The habitat, which in so doing... It says there's around 880 mountain gorillas left in the wild. Where are they from? Uganda? Cornia? Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure it's Uganda and Kenya and around there. Killing it today. Borneo, uh, go
1: Borneo. I he just said Uganda. Didn't he was he, just oh, agreeing. He, oh right, you. okay.
2: I thought he was reading. No. Um, mountain gorillas. Uh, yeah, Congo, Rwanda, Uganda, Congo Democratic Republic. Republic. Yes, of Congo. If you, you ever see a go, country that has the name Democratic, you know, Republic you know, King fight, of you
1: the, you know the Dribblers good. has fucking like gone to Rwanda or Uganda or something. And and climbed up to see them. Really? Yeah, up through the mountains.
2: I would love
0: to do that.
1: He was like, it was the most crazy fucking experience of my life. Yeah,
0: yeah. I've been obsessed with fucking like monkeys and gorillas. That was like, you know, kids grow up like, oh, my favourite animal's a fucking penguin or a dolphin or some shit. Mine was fucking monkeys, gorillas. You're still obsessed with them. Obsessed, dude. When I was in Bali, first time I ever sort of held one and it just jumped on my shoulder. It was like one that was a fucking pet which yep. was scat, but the guy was walking around, this monkey was dressed up, and I was like, holy shit, there's a monkey. And he jumped on my shoulder and I literally almost started crying. Steph was like, dude, are you crying? I'm like, almost, <laughs> to be honest with you, almost. Now. This <laughs> fucking monkey in a in pajamas sitting on my shoulder. Um, Do you know about Coco the gorilla? Oh, yeah, with Robert yeah. Williams, dude. Yeah, if you want to yeah. fucking cry. I know, that's what I was thinking. You've literally. seen that, right? That's where, like, the gorilla's like, it's like, it was... Well, like it basically was like non verbal, obviously, but like <laughs> understood, yeah, it can, and could speak, communicate through like fucking signs and shit, yeah, and and like, new like, like hand members. signs, yeah. and then through like on, on a screen. And this video of it and ro- him and Robin Williams, or sh- her and Robin Williams, like I don't, I mean, I assume it identified as a female. They got very fucking like they were, they had this great connection and they were really friendly and like they're laughing and playing. and yeah, The video's yeah. fucked. I wish we had. Well, we get in the Maddie got the Chromecast, so we can watch shit like this soon. But it's actually like moving seeing fucking the connection they had, and that's why I'm a gorilla fan. I'm a fan of the gorilla. If you and like, I mean, going to see them in the wild would be fucking... wouldn't that be fucking crazy? Mental, love, mental. That. Very jealous. Anyway.
1: Weird stories with Dior.
0: Weird stories, weird podcasts. Um, but I think we'll fucking draw the curtain there um, on whatever the fuck this week has been. Do you want uh, to mention the shirts? Yes. So the Bounce Out Tracky, uh, sorry, uh, the, what are they called? The Hello Sport Bloke Collab shirts. Last day of sale Beers tomorrow. Soon. What did I say? The beer Soon shirts. Yeah, right. Sorry. Again, Thursday. Forgive me. Beer Soon shirts. Last date is tomorrow, Friday, the whatever of September. Yep. Um, thank you to everyone who's gotten so far. But if you do want to get one, bloke.shop is where you go and it'll be the last opportunity you'll have to get them. Uh, so please do that. We're also doing the live stream tomorrow night on the Hello Sport YouTube. Make sure you're subscribed and we will uh, be there to watch Manly dominate. And dominate we will. Kempi will be joining us as well from the love sack. And D or Dave will be getting pelted with rotten fruit.
2: <laughs> um, but have you decided what I'm going to have to sit on yet? Um, maybe the floor. <laughs> the top of the ladder.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's actually That's funny. not bad, is it? Yeah, that's pretty good. That'd
2: be tough, though, if he fell. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. mind that, though. I'd well, like being taller than started. everyone.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean? It's, it's not necessarily... Uh, oh, hns safe, but anyway,
2: we'll think about it. We'll think about yeah. it
0: until then. Bye-bye. Bye bye.
2: <laughs> bye. <laughs> Matt just goes, "Our oh, Storm fans are used to being on top of the ladder. That's <laughs> <laughs> actually very funny.
1: Could you two just not talk anymore?